0: I don't know what we're going to talk
1: about. All right, let's go. Yeah,
0: it's Thursday. It's time for another travel log. If you are, hmm, if you are in a hotel in Bali, you're overlooking the ocean, and you're thinking, "I should really be out there getting some stuff done." Instead, I'm inside. Listening to a podcast.
1: If you're in a Renault scenic, dropping your child off to your mom's or mother-in-law before you take your girlfriend or wife, significant other, offer an overpriced meal in a restaurant you would never usually go to, which is going to be full of other people suckered into paying for things on this day because you've told to. <coughs> And you're listening to this podcast.
0: <laughs> With your significant <laughs> other in the car. You've got headphones in, like. <laughs> no, I said before, dropping the child off. Oh, of course, of course, yeah. Happy
1: Valentine's Day.
0: Yep. <laughs> then we'd invite you to join us. We, and I say we before it is me and Sean. Sean Nation. What up, Sean Nation? <laughs> Sean, as you might remember from season two, episode, I don't know which. And we are in Lisbon. Particularly, particularly, specifically, in a hotel in Lisbon. What's this Mm. hotel called? Residencial de Sol. De Sol. That's it. It's quite nice.
1: It's quite nice. We've got the corner
0: suite. Suite is the word, man. Yeah, sweet as. (laughs) But yeah, then we'd invite you to join us here. We're in Lisbon, Lisbon. We've pretty much walked like all of Lisbon now.
1: Mm. I mean, today we're on. 15,000 steps, which is not that much. No. But it is not the end of the day yet.
0: Yeah. I mean, the first day we did 30 kilometers.
1: Yeah. 40,000 steps.
0: That's like, that's 75% of a
1: marathon. Mm. Walked. And for those who have never been to Lisbon, it is not the flattest of terrain. It is very hilly. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is. Well, let's suck her up to you. <laughs> Oh, Sorry, am I really far away? There you
0: go. But yeah, it's really hilly. It is. It Uh. is. You're often going uphill. I don't know... Well, uphills, I was going to say, I don't know which is worse, but uphill Mm. is definitely worse.
1: For every uphill, there is a downhill though,
0: so... Bringing a philosophy straight away. Mm. Straight away. So, Sean, for our listeners that may not have heard your episode and don't know who you are, I think your story is quite interesting. Not the story you told, but your story in general. Because I think... You work, I'm getting all professional now, can you tell?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I wasn't expecting this. No, no. I got roped into... No, I'm joking. (laughs) No,
0: so, because some might say... some, You could say, arguably, that you work a nine to five.
1: Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I'm a teacher. Yeah. Is what you're getting to. So I teach uh, music at a high school, secondary school in England, uh, in London, actually. And... Yeah, it is a bit of a grind in that respect because for most weeks I work uh, long hours and then, you know, I wait for the weekend like most people do. I don't, I'm i not partying or anything. I don't mean it in that respect, but, you know, you, you want to get to the weekend to have some time off, etc. But the great thing about teaching, well, there's there's loads of great things about teaching, but one of them is having so much time off mm. and being paid reasonably well so you can uh, make use of that money and time and go away. So I think I have about three months off a year. That's like American listeners are listening to this like, what? Yeah, they're <laughs> like three months off a year. So if you are, you know, if you want to, you can actually spend a lot of time traveling. This is the thing. I, I, I wonder
0: how many teachers actually use that time. I mean, because I think, I think you're using that time off like to its fullest potential. Yeah, it's like like Sean is is everywhere like he, he's in India you know in March and then he's in where else have you been in the past like year
1: the past year
0: or two or whatever I
1: don't know I guess like, I've been all over Europe I've been to Iceland been to New York went to India I've got Mexico going to Austin Texas in in the coming months as well Barcelona in, in a week as well um so, yeah i get around and Morocco, this is Morocco. this
0: this is a nine-to-fiver you know yeah I mean? yeah <laughs> that's the way to do it
1: yeah i mean there are pros and cons obviously i can't just up and leave i do have time limits um to what i what's achievable and also you know prices do flare up um at certain times so for instance i wanted to go away for christmas this year, mm. um, or I was looking into it at least, and the prices are where were you thinking? Of going? I didn't know really. I was just looking at what was cheap, you know. Just mm. um, my friend did invite me to Dubai. Um, it's not like first on my list of places to go, but it's always good to go somewhere, you know. Um, <laughs> but that was just crazy expensive for Christmas. Yeah, I so. bet. Oh, at
0: Christmas as well. Yeah, mm.
1: which I, you know, with the same money, I've a, I've been able to do this trip, Barcelona and tickets to austin texas would have been would have cost the same so that's crazy man yeah just to see some fireworks on a big building you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly so if you're not the fireworks on a big building type of traveler what type of traveler would you say you are
1: i'm quite a varied traveler i suppose like you know i i can do this with you where you know we can wear the same clothes for days on end and you know, even though, I brought, even though I've brought so many clothes with yeah, me. Um, I've <laughs> Wardrobe I'm, full. I have, yeah. but I've hardly used any, you know, yeah. and I've washed some. And We've been wearing same. clothes, by the way. Let's yeah. clear
0: this up. We, we haven't not been using clothes. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, We've been um, clothed the whole I, I'm, time.
1: We're fully clothed now. We are <laughs> well, partially yeah. sharing a double bed as we speak. Sounds like we're in bed. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the bed. Yeah, in fact, the, we should
0: say about the shower thing. That sounds bad. But, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so, right. <laughs> so we're, we're two blokes, right, sharing a bike, right, in a sense. Mm. So we pull up on this bike to this hotel. And then
1: Sean's not in the shower, but you're turning the shower so on. So I've, I've turned the shower. When you have a small shower space, you don't want to get wet with the cold water, which is inevitable when you first turn a shower on. Absolutely. It's going to be cold. It takes a while to heat up. Mm. So I turned the shower on, left shower. And for some reason the smoke alarm came on yeah that smoke and steam of two different entities <laughs> and i didn't realize they're interchangeable yeah yeah so um and so yeah that went off and then uh for the whole building
0: yeah so the bloke from downstairs comes up and he knocks on the door sean's in the shower room and uh and he, i opened the door and he's like "What's going on you know in portuguese like and so i said in portuguese again i said uh oh he's uh my mate he's he's shower he's in the shower with the door open <laughs> and then the guy looks at me as if just as if to i could see the cogs turn in his brain like should i ask why <laughs> and He was like better not i'll leave that <laughs> so yeah that happened yeah it's good there's a lot of some i feel like there's been a lot of assumptions at this hotel i agree Mm. I agree entirely even though I've been hitting on a woman downstairs it's like you know what I mean No, (laughs) she's gonna take you shoe shopping (laughs) (laughs) anyway it's been (laughs) it's been a good trip so far man we've I mean the amount that we've packed into these last however, it feels like you know 27 days but the Mm. amount we've packed in it's been more than I've done on like the entire trip so far it's like we've done everything it's ridiculous
1: yeah it's been good and I think What's been great is the things that I kind of researched before I came here, we didn't actually start doing any of those things till today. Mm, So two of those have been to see the castle, which is, you know, any city you go to in Europe, there's always a castle. Yeah. And there was this neighborhood which we walked through today, which was quite cool. But um, the first couple of days we just walked and found stuff and fan things on maps let's do this oh let's get some bicycles you know
0: yeah and we stumbled across those things like the bicycles like yeah you know it's just there they are and we should say actually about like the the ridiculous circumstances of like uh like okay so basically a a few months back something like that i get a message from from you from sean Mm. and it says (laughs) where are you going to be on february 9th right and like, you guys know my trip. It's like, I have no way. I, I think I said, I have no idea. Maybe Portugal. And so about five minutes later, I get a picture message sent through with a, a picture of, a, what's it called? Um, like a receipt, yeah. like a booked flight to Lisbon. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I am in Portugal. So, But right. What we didn't know was from like whenever until the 16th of February, Carnaval.
1: Carnival. Man, <laughs>
0: couldn't have timed it better. Para Carnival,
1: <laughs> yeah, it was wicked because not only was it carnival here whilst we were here, but the biggest carnival in Portugal was in a a city. I guess it was a city. Was it? Yeah, it was like a, a town, town. Yeah, like, you
0: know, seaside town.
1: And um, it was about a forty minute yep. motorbike drive away, so motorbike ride away. Right. Yeah. Um And we got this amazing Airbnb. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, like a great nice. massive window that opened. There's a four-window window and they all slid open to reveal a view of the ocean, which you could see from the bathroom as well. Oh, yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was another thing. That's yeah. some showers. <laughs> yeah, it was a window through to the shower i room. never like to have a wall between us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so Carnival is just, is just here and, like, I'm sure we've said some poetic stuff about the circumstances in the time we've been here, but it's like... It's like just booking it and going and then things inevitably happen and mm. these things like it's like you were saying about the other day we were talking about your circumstances and how you became a teacher, where you came from. Because oh, like yeah, yeah. so last week actually on the show, I was ill. Like I was spewing all night, right? And then I woke up, did the podcast, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, did you hear it? I don't
1: know you No, no, I haven't heard it yet. All right, cool. all right. No, no worries. That's no, all right. Yeah. I've been traveling. Oh well no you know, we've all got with exu- you?
0: we've all got excuses, mate. <laughs> but um but yeah so i uh, should have just said yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah i yeah. <laughs> yeah, loved it loved the bit about the horse yeah. <laughs> no so i was talking about being working class and like we were talking about this mm. and so yeah your rise from <laughs> such a, a rise. word for no it. i've it's never used rise, this expression no.
1: <laughs> like ever ever yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so your journey from there to where you are and um what was my point again? What was I, I, I just have no about? idea where you're going right Wait, now. No, I, I had a point. I definitely had a point.
1: Something to do with traveling and not planning. It.
0: That was it. And mm. so um, and so, you were saying about the circumstances, like you were just taking the the kind of chances in a sense, but like the things that would come up, is like, hey, do you want to try this? Or uh, you read about something and it's like, oh, there's a teacher training thing there. Or like, yeah. you know, and then taking those... And then, th- through taking those other things present themselves, and they never would have presented themselves if you hadn't taken the first yeah, step. Exactly, yeah, exactly. It's the same with this trip, you know.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. I think it's easy. We we had a week essentially, or six days. It's really easy to not have an agenda when you've got that much time. Mm. You can let allow things to happen, you know. And I think if you're if you're going on a weekend trip, you you have to pack in the things you want to see because that's yeah. you have such a time limitation. But when time isn't an issue really, then you've got days to kind of do whatever, yeah, you know, walk and it. see something. And the carnival was funny because, again, we didn't really know what to expect. It was two days of, of carnival. We walked and it, and it became this crazy street party, like, yeah. and, you know, the second day was more floats, wasn't it? And, yeah. Um, yeah. More traditional. Bit, yeah. But the first day was just some crazy. Ridiculous. Yeah. Street party full of clowns. Yeah, Absolutely ridiculous. It, it is so funny. We were in, we were staying actually outside the town on a, a like in a really small village, I guess, on yeah, top of a hill.
0: Santana it was called.
1: Yeah. And we, we just noticed like there's a couple of clowns, a couple more clowns. And then walking into this bigger town, all the streets were quiet, like really spookily Mm. quiet. But every now and then you'd just see a person walking around in a full clown costume. (laughs) It was so weird. And then all of a sudden it became clown town. (laughs) Clownville mate. It was Clownton. Clownton Abbey. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, man, it was kind of always, and that picture that you took, it's on my Instagram if you guys want to check it out. But like, Backpack Digital on Instagram. And um, the picture is like the best picture I've ever seen. It's like framed so well. And like, you know, there's someone in a trolley shopping cart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's perfect.
1: It was brilliant. It was to to frame how that happened in your mind. We managed to get at the front of the parade. I guess it was just like a street party that was moving forward Mm. constantly. And we managed to get to the front of the queue. Mm. because we'd walked along the beach and kind of walked faster because we are walking champions. We are walking at champions. At this point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Past the whole, the carnival, got to the front of it. And at the front, there were just these like drunken leaders, like <laughs> the youth of <laughs> Portugal. Yeah. And uh, I had my GoPro, and my camera and they were just loving it. Oh man. It was like the, the footage as well is amazing. So good. It's like a punk rock music video that, I used to watch, you know? Yeah,
0: it really is, to... man. It really, I expected bowling for soup, plate, like, you know, <laughs> being cut into it. MFG. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really good, man. Yeah, really it was good. good. But yeah, so as I understand it, you're planning another trip back here to Portugal.
1: Yeah, I think what I'm going to do in the summer is just get a plane to Portugal or plane to the north of Spain and go into Portugal just so I can see a place like Bilbao on the way in. mm Oh, something awesome. going on outside yeah. there's yeah. always
0: something going on outside with like the the fire engines and stuff
1: yeah just loads of emergencies apparently a lot of emergencies yeah like that building that was on fire oh yeah there was a building on fire we saw a forest fire forest a fire this morning yeah, yeah a lot crazy fire. stuff loving it but, well um, obviously not hating it I guess someone's hating it yeah I'm yeah neither here nor there yeah to be honest <laughs> anyway your trip <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah, so the trip is is unplanned and it's changed multiple times in the last mm. three days. So, you know, forgive me if it changes again. But I think what I'll do is catch a plane into the north of Spain and with the most minimal budget last as long as I can within the five weeks, four weeks of the summer that I don't have to be in England mm. um, to just travel through Portugal from the north to the south and continue to learn the language because it's something that I started to learn when I went to Brazil. And then ever since I learned a, f- a few phrases there, et cetera, Um, I've always wanted to continue to learn it just because I don't speak another language other mm. than English. Yeah. And as you know, I've been trying to u- do it here. I've learned quite a few new phrases, new words, but, and and I noticed this today actually, mm. is because you're here and you speak fluently, mm. I always have that safety net. So sometimes I don't even like consciously or subconsciously, I'm not listening to what they say back to me. So I'm saying my order or Mm. my part of, and then they say something back. And because they say it so fast, I don't even try to compute or break down the sentence. If I didn't hear a word that I understood immediately to give myself any context, instead of going, sorry, can you say that again? I basically just look at you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and then you'll say it slowly <laughs> yeah but right yeah yeah i think you know obviously w- when i come here solo mm. that won't be an option
0: yeah 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 you know? yeah. You know? like the thing that i would suggest if someone else out there is, is feeling the same thing is like everyone loves when someone's learning their language in a sense i think so mm. if you were to if they were to say something and you don't understand it if you were to say in whatever language it is like like something like please please say it again but slower i'm like i want to learn you know like that type of thing because it kind of it breaks down that kind of that kind of barrier in a sense you know
1: yeah 100 percent. i think a good example we were in a coffee shop um the other day you remember the one i remember the one yeah (laughs) (laughs) lee fell in love again for the millionth time i don't know she's the one mate they always are she's the one she's a misser a genuine i mean misser. if you're a female listener and lee ever says to you you're the one <laughs> you're definitely not Mate, the one
0: I, I miss her so much <laughs> our time together can
1: <laughs> can't be replaced more. she taught me a thing or two. Oh yeah a batonado nado yeah, she nice, taught me a batonado nice. yes she, that yeah um, that's
0: a type of coffee yeah it's
1: yeah. a black coffee American Americano yeah. essentially yeah, is yeah. what it is yeah. but um, yeah so this was a good example because <laughs> I started I, I, I essentially tried to ask for an Americano
0: yeah with all um, the correct words that yeah. describe if you were to put those words like down yeah. you'd go that is an
1: Americano I yeah. asked for a long black coffee specifically yeah. exactly Yeah, that's exactly what I asked for yeah, it is. a long black coffee and she just said oh a uh, do you speak English? Mm. Like trying to coerce yeah. me back in. And I would have gone to, yes, but then you interrupted and was like, um, my friend is learning Portuguese. Mm. And then she lit, lit up. Yeah. You know, she wanted oh, yeah. to actually, oh, this is what the word is. So that yeah, I, I feel taught. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's a good idea actually to just say, no, I'm learning Portuguese. Yeah. I'm learning whatever language it is. And then I think people are kind of, you know, particularly if it's a language that I'm, I can't imagine many people, learning portuguese just because traveling people just mm, because yeah. unless you you live here it might not be yes yeah, spanish is more
0: like people yeah. are,
1: like well this applies to any language really mm, exactly um so i suppose if you're in a country and you're 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 wanting to learn the language of any country you know i'm sure that people will feel a certain way when you say that
0: mm, yeah absolutely absolutely i mean. Because if you imagine, even if they speak a bit of English as well, like they'll be happy to help you and you, you can, that can be your learning. It's like mm. if you, because the thing is with you as well, is you're really, aside from today, which is, what is it? Off the uh, rail. Off the rails Wednesday. Yeah. Aside oh from, God. <laughs> aside from today, you're really uh, diligent and uh, really good at sticking to things. Yeah. A discipline, I suppose. Disciplined, yeah. yeah. So like... You could be like that with language. So like uh, if you're in a country and you want to learn the language, you can say, I'm only going to speak this language in this country. Mm, like yeah. Even So if you learn the the phrases for I'm learning, can you please speak slowly? Or what does that word mean? Or these key phrases, you yeah. can just speak that language. In yeah, the
1: country. 100%. And I think, you know, just picturing what the trip might look like in my mind, you know, a lot of it would be couch surfing, preferably because... I'd rather be amongst people that live here so I can get more of an authentic experience of the, the place, which is, I much prefer um, than, than staying with travelers. Yeah. And also in like my, a lot of my free time, because I'll be on my own, there'll be a lot of downtime, is learning using some resources that I have. I have, for those that are interested in learning language, I have the... Uh, I think it's M- Michelle Thomas or Michael Thomas. It's, mm. It could be pronounced either way, but it's a method where you are listening to a conversation between three people and you are invited into that conversation and they are learning, learning a language orally. Essentially yeah. there's and no right teacher like, yeah, exactly. And, 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 um through that process of, and hours and hours of listening, mm. you pick up words and it certainly helped me mm. To get to the point that I'm at, and I'm at the very beginning, but um, it certainly helped me link uh, link words to other words and understand sentence structures and oh. tenses a little bit better. And another one, which is what something you put me onto, was Semantica, which is mm. um, specifically a Brazilian Portuguese yeah. um, website that helps you learn the language through it's watching, through like a novella in a sense. Yeah, you're watching soap operas essentially. Mm. Um, There's
0: one they've created though. So it's like the first, the first bit is like kind of slow and like, you know, for beginners. Yeah. And
1: Mm. in situations that you would find yourself in, like getting at the airport into a taxi to a restaurant, you know, those are the kind of um, finding your hotel. So it's, it follows the first episode essentially, or first series. I don't know how you describe it, Mm. but um, is a guy getting to the airport who doesn't speak very much Portuguese and you know essentially and that's really good as well so i don't know if there are other platforms that are very similar Um, probably i'd imagine so especially for spanish yeah yeah
0: yeah absolutely and that's a big one that people want to learn so like a big kind of a lot of the questions we get a lot of the things that people are talking about when i talk to them is about say for example right there's a bloke or a woman Mm. doesn't matter right and uh they've got a job right but you know, it's not not a baller job, you know, like yours. They're not earning.
1: I'm it, not balling. I mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> balling out of control. Right? You wouldn't think that. <laughs> If, uh, if you if you watched us yeah. scrimp and save yeah. is this an all you can eat <laughs> yeah oh that Chinese
0: place I asked about seven times it's like can we get, can we go back and get some more and is it still nine euros fifty <laughs> you know? it was it was it was yeah we cleaned her out
1: mate cleaned her out <laughs> so our version of when we say we're bowling, what we mean is for someone who isn't bowling ever yeah. this yeah. is kind of balling. yeah exactly exactly like the, we said we were balling when we walked into this room and the pillow that I'm lying on (laughs) feels like a pillow full of elbows I'm pretty (laughs) sure (laughs) <laughs> I'm pretty sure this double
0: bed is two single beds put together. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure 100%. it is. <laughs> but um, what was my point again? What was I talking about? Um, for people that oh yeah yeah, yeah. have jobs. So um, so yeah, they got jobs and they 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 want to travel, but they maybe they haven't traveled yet, right? And mm. the big thing is like, how do I? How can I afford to go away? How can I like? I'll save up, but how much do I need to save? And how can I do it on a budget? It's like their first trip. Can you think back to your first like kind of travel, in a sense? I would say trip. But like it gets a bit hazy because it's like, oh, I went with, you know, know, it's not a family obviously, but like your first proper trip, maybe even your first solo trip.
1: Yeah, I think having a budget in mind is always like you're going to have a limit and Mm. you can spread that across the days. So you can either go, okay, I'm going to live to my means every day. So say you've got, I don't know, 20 euros a day. You're going to live to that means every single day. Or you might um, have a few days where you kind of scrimp and save and then ball out of control a little bit on the other days.
0: <laughs> I feel like we've used that phrase a lot today. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, you know, we are in Orlando, Florida right uh, now. Yeah. Ball to nappy, mate. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's one thing I would recommend. Mm. Um, but the other and for me, more important one is to just, if you're going to be returning back home to a job, it is far easier to save there and 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 miss out at home so what i mean is if you overspend hmm. you can recoup that spending when you get back you know you might for instance spend a little bit extra on your credit card or you might go a little bit into your overdraft because you're going to find it comfortable to do it there and i'd rather miss out on something when I get home, the miss out of something while I'm away. Mm. So if that is an option, that's always a good one to have.
0: Um, that's interesting. Like borrowing from your future self. In yeah,
1: you know, you, you exactly. You know, and I think you'll never, you never want to get home and go, oh, I wish I'd have done that thing that I never, I didn't do. Mm. Because most of the time for most people back home, you spend money on just things you don't need. Mm. You know, you eat out, you could just eat at home. Yeah, yeah. You know, you um. That I think that's a probably the biggest one, isn't it? You know, people they eat out more than they need to. Yeah, coffees buy coffees morning, and things yeah. like that. And you could just for for a month or two months not do that and, yeah. and be really disciplined in in not doing it. And um, I'm sure, you know, your friends at your, the pub that you go to every Saturday night won't mind that you're not there for a couple of weeks. Yeah, here's you know?
0: here's a question I just thought of. So, like I said, you're really disciplined. And that's something that's that I've always admired about you, by the way.
1: Mm, cheers, man. Yeah. It's, uh, do you know what? It's like the opposite uh, It's true. You, not that you're not disciplined, but you're free, you know. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. shackled yeah. by the discipline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's>, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so
0: so I guess the question is like, if someone were right now, if someone's listening to this and they're trying to save, like they're trying to do what we were just talking about and they're not having their coffees and they're not doing this, but discipline is hard for a lot of people. So mm. how do you personally stay disciplined? Like, cause I try sometimes, you know, I try to be dis- like, I'll do this every day. I'll do this. But it's like, it's not like, it's not like I think, Oh, I won't do it today. It's like, I, oh, I shouldn't do it today because dot, dot, dot. And it's justified. But how do you not do those justifications and get in like, if you're saving money or something like that? Um,
1: I sp- Like I, you have to kind of live it, you know, live whatever you're doing and look at the smallest gains all the time. So, you know, if you're saving money, like just every penny that you put away, like note it down, like mm. say, oh, I've got this much now. I've got this much doesn't have to be a hundred pound you you've put away, you know, 50 quid, 20 pound pennies, whatever they are. And then you'll noticing progress all the time, which is great. That's interesting. You know, and I think like for things like diet, some people use like, um, calorie counters, mm. uh, you know, I've used those before, like macro counters, et cetera. And you're constantly always checking progress. Yeah. So that just is con- as a constant reminder that you're doing the right thing and it reinforces that, mm. um, reinforces that kind of uh, notion of progression. I like that. I like that. It's kind of like gamifying it in a sense. You're leveling up and it's, you know. Yeah. Challenge. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, So
0: say, say someone's, uh, say they're saving up now and they're using your, your discipline kind of uh, tricks there. Right. mm -hmm. And they, they end up saving, say, let's say a grand or 500 uh, pick one. Right. And uh, if you, if you haven't traveled yet and you add, let's say 500, yeah. Right. So you had 500 pound or dollars, whatever. What would you do with it? Where would you go? What would you do?
1: 500 pounds.
0: 500 is not a lot for like, maybe you're not gone for a long time. Like, would you do a week's, like, you know what I mean? Would you do a week's travel with 500, which would be easily done? Or yeah. would you do... 500 would be a comfortable week. Yeah. Or would you do a month or two real, real budget? Like, what would, what would you do?
1: Hmm. I mean, me personally, I'd probably look at something like a, 10 days, 10 days or something. Um, mm. Probably wouldn't go a full month because is that does that include your plane ticket? Yep. Yeah. I think the places that are cheap enough to make 500 pounds last, mm-hmm. the plane tickets aren't that cheap. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it's probably cheaper to get to Europe, but I mm-hmm. don't think there are many places in Europe where you could last a whole month on 500 pound. I don't know. Like maybe you don't, in the you, East. Like, yeah. Or yeah. couch surfing. I think you'd have to go. But even if you started going to the cheapest hostels, yeah, you know, a month, of, you know, that's 300 euros. Yeah. You know, a minimum. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's then you've true. got the flight. So I don't think you could really make a 500 last a whole month in Europe. Um, in many places, but yeah, maybe in the East. Mm. So would you go like a week or something? Yeah, maybe ten days or something like that. I could yeah. do, you could do ten days quite comfortably, you know. I think, and yeah, yeah, go to go to a hostel. And there's other options. I think some hostels you can work in and get free board mm. um, if you work for some hours of the day. So if you're staying for a lot an extended period of time, that might be a way of getting out of um, getting out of paying for it. Yeah, yeah, thinking outside the box, man. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah but I I think you'd have the it. A little bit more if you were confined to like just the five hundred pounds. Mm. If I had a grand, then I'd probably look at going somewhere where I've never been, like Bali or something. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, what I did this year, for instance, the reason I'm going to Texas is just because I typed into Skyscanner from London to anywhere. Nice. And I've just, always wanted to use that button. <laughs> yeah. To anywhere and just looked at what kind of offered me some a place i'd never been before and it was reasonably cheap and i'd been to new new york um and i was like oh that's only like 300 quid or something i was that's really Mm. good value to get that far for that and austin was very similar price um there were other places but i'd been to a lot of europe so and i have a friend in america that i was kind of coercing into coming with me which he is nice so that'll be cool nice
0: all right, I've got, this has kind of turned into an interview. I don't know why. Mm, well, I don't know why, but just happened, just naturally kind of flowed into it, right? But I've got one more question before, and then we'll get to some questions from listeners as well. All right? Yep. So if you could say any mm-hmm. piece of advice to the pre-travel you, what would it be?
1: Hmm.
0: Because like, I think travel, I think you would agree that it's brought you many benefits like, be it the way you think about things, be it the, obviously the experiences that you've had, your view on the world, maybe what advice would you give or what, not even just advice. What would you say to that, that guy?
1: You're probably safer than you think you are. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I, I am a bit of a nervous Nelly, like mm. in a lot of ways for someone that travels as much as I do.
0: Yeah. But then again, you have had a couple of crazy things happen like that. Wasn't there like a black car in Salvador?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. There's been some moments for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think like that I can be quite cautious sometimes, you know, walking on the streets. Um, I mean, even like the first time, the first time we walked through Lisbon center, center, Mm. there was like a group of people that offered us drugs. Like every five seconds. And obviously now it's like, No, I'm all right, thanks. You know, it's not a problem. But the first time, I was like, "Oh my god, it's a gang!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I had that like, and I don't know why. Because if I'd walk past someone that does it in England, in London, I wouldn't have thought that. You know, yeah. So there's always that. Oh my god, I'm in somewhere different. What if things go south? But they probably weren't, you know. Mm. And, and sometimes I have to be reminded of that. I remember being in India. and being the only Westerner around besides my friend. And my friend lives in Thailand, so he's really comfortable in that situation. But me, I'm like, oh, they're all against me. <laughs> you know, if something goes wrong, they're all going to go against me together. Yeah. For some reason, they all like each other. And <laughs> because they're all Indian, so they must all be friends. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, just some yeah. stupid paranoia in yeah. there. So I think like for me, it's uh, just don't worry as much. Nice. That's good advice, man. That's good advice for former Sean. Or really bad advice. And maybe you should worry. <laughs> so. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I kind of don't know how comfortable I feel with me giving advice to people.
0: You're giving advice to yourself, though.
1: Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Exactly. There we go. I feel but way what, more comfortable. What would than he that. have
0: done with that advice? Would that have just made a, it like, a smoother travel? Like, you know what I mean? Would that have just made it more fun? In a, in a sense,
1: yeah, maybe I'd have taken chances that mm. I haven't previously, and I can't think of a time where I haven't. But you don't know, yeah, because you know those choices have been taken, made yeah. exactly. Yeah, but who knows what other things I could have done if I'd have been um, a little more carefree at times. Interesting, you know, very
0: interesting. Right, let's get on to some listener things. This is from S. C. Turner zero nine zero six. Just wanted to send a message on how much I'm loving your podcast. Thank you very much. It's making my wait until my next big trip bearable and also reminiscing of my past trips. Cool. Every time you mention Vietnam by motorbike, it takes me back to when I'd done it. When I'd done it. I love that. I can, I'm just thinking this guy's Cockney now. It takes me back to when I'd done it, which was my favorite one by far. Man, that is a great trip. Have you, you haven't been to Vietnam, have you?
1: No. Man, it's amazing. I don't know, man. I wasn't there. <laughs>
0: yeah, well done. Well done. Uh actually my actually named my Honda Win, great bike, Peggy after Peggy Mitchell from Eastenders. Good times. Anyway, keep up the great work and look forward to the next update.
1: I don't know how comfortable I'd feel riding around Peggy Mitchell. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's uh yeah. What is there to say about Peggy Mitchell? Hmm. She, she's long standing there you go there <laughs>
1: yeah. you go a national treasure
0: <laughs> national treasure yeah I'd agree with that right <clears throat> we have another one is that all we're saying about that it definitely cock me <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah of course yeah of course man Honda wins great and in fact, yeah. how are you finding the bike so far
1: ah so I I'm Gloria, not a biker I'm not a biker but she is a nice bike mm. I love that you
0: gave her agenda I love it
1: well you okay. know I, don't want to get more gender pronouns mixed up on, Absolutely, on a man. podcast. Yeah, come on. Yeah.
0: 2018 dog.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, um, by the way, I'd prefer if you call me Doginia. <laughs> dog That would be that'd be little dog. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, cool. That's fine. I like that. Sounds like um, a rapper name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? I don't know. It'd oh really the bike. Yeah, yeah, so the bike. yeah. So yeah. um the bike. I was again. Little nervous, Nelly. Mm.
0: And uh, to be honest, I was thinking this on the last couple of trips. That the way I've been riding in these last couple of trips is how we should have rode the first time. Because I think I didn't taper it down enough on the first trip. You know, because when, especially if it's someone's first time on a bike, like if you go, if you take it real easy, super easy, then they get used to that. Then you can, then you can go up a bit. You know what mm. I mean? But I don't think I took it as easy as I could have on that first trip. To be honest.
1: I was holding the handle behind me, sissy bar, the, for the for the whole ride. Yeah, from the airport, and and this whole ride included a straight road. <laughs> it, it literally <laughs> it just, just a straight road, one yeah. straight, road. not even a roundabout. Yeah, no. so just traffic lights all the way there, and I was very, not very comfortable. The next day, or the next time we rode, mm. we went to what was it called? It begins with an S. Sintra. Yeah. That was it. Sintra, which is like a Kind of mount- mountainous village. Oh, yeah, yeah. A uh, kind of a historic one. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, but we had to go on a motorway mm. and in rain. Oh, that was a and horrible day, in wasn't it? Wind yeah. and it was crazy. But by the time that had finished and I'd, you know, survived, <laughs> that made me more confident. <laughs> right. Yeah. So being put in that position. And today, you know, I just don't even think about it. I think like the, on the way to Sintra, I mm. was. Very aware of every car. It was almost like I was driving. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but today I kind of clocked out a few times and was just nice. thinking about other things and and whatever. So mm. it definitely I've definitely got more comfortable on a bike. Thing is, man, I
0: always make this this kind of metaphor in a sense or analogy, but it's like when you when you ride a bike, when you go uh, when you first get on a bike and you go ten miles an hour, it's like whoa, and then you get used to it. And then you go thirty miles an hour, and you go whoa, this is yeah. this is crazy. And then you get used to that. And then the first time you go sixty is insane. Like when you're on mm-hmm. a bike, you're holding on, and like you got your white knuckle in it. Literally, you hold. Yeah, you there got, was with some white knuckle terror. Yeah, 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 exactly. But then you get used to that, and suddenly you go an eighty round bends. You know, and I yeah. I've always make the the what's the word analogy I suppose with with travel because like maybe the first time you travel, you you know yeah. go to snowden or something you know Uh, that's in wales by the way and uh you just you know you go close by for a weekend and you go by yourself and that's like whoa you know but then you get used to that and then you go like to the next country over you know what i mean
1: yeah 100 percent. and i think a good example of this like for me Hmm. what you do when you go wild camping is absolutely crazy in my head i'm like oh my god who mm. people just come out and murder me that's <laughs> just literally what I'm thinking <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. no one ever walks past like yeah. and yeah no and, and much murdering. you know and I've camped in my garden mm-hmm. when I was a kid yeah I've yeah, camped yeah. out in like parkland in, in the UK mm-hmm. and it's been fine you know yeah. like and there's no real difference mm. the difference would be if I was from Spain and camped in the same spaces yeah. that I'm camping in back in England that's right it's exactly the same isn't it you know but but because it's a new experience I think that you know if I camped once out in the wild on my own and and I survived it yeah. it would be the same I like I live on my own as well in England mm. and that that was weird the first night oh, really? that yeah I spent alone on my own in my mm. own place yeah and it it was very strange yeah but you get more comfortable as time passes in those situations
0: it's weird isn't it it's like you just got to keep going outside of that comfort zone and then the comfort zone grows to kind of accompany yeah, that new it thing yeah it's
1: weird how, how you feel about like teaching is the same oh, yeah. you know you stand up in front of 30 kids mm. the first time you do that unaccompanied i remember doing it and uh i was given like a like a five minute slot if you will like the yeah. starter of a lesson <laughs> yeah the opening and act. Yeah, yeah exactly and i finished the starter and i didn't know what else to do mm. so i just looked at the real teacher and was like could you take them off me now and <laughs> they're all just looking at me looking at the teacher going take them off me <laughs> <laughs> but obviously now it's just completely different. Yeah. You know, don't, don't even think about it. So yeah, that's it, man. I, and I, and knowing that mm-hmm. and being able to like articulate just that process makes you more comfortable to do things mm. in in the future. I think you know?
0: so. I guess that's the key to the key to growth in a sense, or the key to maybe even the key to worldwide well, yeah. travel. It's like just start slowly.
1: Yeah, no one ever grows feeling comfortable all the time. Nice, you know. So nice
0: philosopher, mate.
1: <laughs> I feel like I stole that concept I, don't yeah, know, yeah, you know, I just worded it yeah, yeah. much more poorly than it was probably worded <laughs> the first time Right. we have a, uh, another
0: question from Jack mm. I think a double underscore Watson hey Jack hey I just listened to your pod for the first very first time I'm not a traveler but I'm grateful I somehow stumbled across it it's great your philosophy on stepping stones and hold on. I think this is a question from a while ago that that I haven't answered on the podcast. It just got lost in the abyss.
1: No way. Oh, so we got
0: two. got two here from old Jack. Jack Watson. Yeah. Sorry, Jack. Maybe I have. Maybe I have people like, dude, you've already answered this question, but I'm going to do it anyway. If you can't remember, they won't. Mate, I have no idea. (laughs) I think maybe Irish Neil answered it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what personal mantra do you try and live by? I do faintly remember something like this, but we'll do it again because you're here. What personal mantra... Do you try and live by? For me, it's. I guess it's not really a mantra, but for me, the, the thing that's always in my head, like if people ask me, what's your, what's your fear? What are you scared of? For me, it's mediocrity. I don't want to be 90 looking back and going, oh man, why didn't I do that? You know what I mean? Mm. And so for me, it's always, it's a consistent battle between me now and the parallel universe, 90 year old me saying, why didn't I do that? That's always, he's always there. And he's always there. And he's given me words like, dude, go and do it because you don't want to be me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so that's kind of, that's kind of what I'm, I guess what I'm living by at the moment. It's like, I want to do everything. I always say, I want to do everything. It's like people say, oh, what did, why do you want to do that? It's like, I want to do everything. Like I, I, there's, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to miss out on not doing something. I want to do absolutely everything.
1: It's, yeah, it, yeah.
0: Which is obviously unattainable but I just don't want the regrets, you know?
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, I there was a podcast that I listened to um, kind of late 2017 with a quote very similar to that that changed my perspective about a few things. Oh, yeah? um, so I spoke to you about it, but, you know, there's parts with aspects of my life that I wasn't particularly happy with at the, mm. the time and um, wasn't really feeling great about a few things. But someone said the goal is to die with memories and not dreams.
0: Oh yeah, 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 And, yeah. and that
1: really struck a chord with me. And, and it's very similar to what you're saying, it you is, know, yeah. you, you, you really, you don't wanna, like dreams are great to have, mm-hmm. but if they always stay dreams, then they're nothing. They're yeah. a carrot on a stick, Exactly. Oh, you know, man. feeding your way through the treadmill, you know, of life. So you have to turn those dreams into realities at some point, you know, yeah. or change them so that they can become reality. Otherwise, that's all you're going to be left with. And, you know, they'll go and they'll fade and you'll be in that rocking chair, nine years old going, I wish I had done it. <laughs> or Your whatever. accent's changed. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. That's, <laughs> uh, I love that. Uh, what is it? Uh, I, I said I love it, but I can't remember it. It's um, Memories, Not Dreams. That was Memories it. Memories, Not Dreams, yeah. That's really good, man. Mm. That's really, really good. And there's, there's actually a thing as well. I can't remember where I heard about it, but it's like, so when you, when you plan something, right? So say you, say you got a to-do list and yeah. you make the to-do list and you make a list of stuff you got to do or whatever. It's like you get the same dopamine hit or a very similar one, writing the list and planning it all out, than you do actually doing it.
1: Oh, okay. You know, That's So if you were to plan
0: out, I'm going to work out for the next 12 weeks, this is my routine. I'm going to eat this, this, and you get the same dopamine hit. So it's like, you know what I mean? So it's like, you kind of don't, ha- don't feel like doing it anymore because you feel like you've already done it in a sense,
1: you know? Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I definitely pl- I'm a planner yeah I am a planner like I know that I can still go with the flow just so you know but um <laughs> <laughs> also a rat. <rapper>. yeah <laughs> Your boy, Sean. but um but yeah I do like to plan things out and there is a part of me that when I plan something and it's not going to plan I feel a little bit uncomfortable oh really and I think that at work like that, that's because of work you know if i'm not getting certain stuff done by the time i need to do it it's going to have an impact somewhere else so maybe that's something that translates to other parts of my life as well yeah but at the same time i like to plan for time where i don't plan if that makes sense like you know, yeah, say no there's no agenda here and this trip was definitely one of those things like i had no agenda this is not what we're doing on wednesday tuesday or whatever it, we're just it's just going to happen naturally
0: and it's been crazy
1: yeah it's been great
0: full days man mm. very full days yeah
1: full bellies as well oh man yeah especially today <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> off the rails wednesday off mate. the rails wednesday
0: i just recently come off uh, what was it three dessert tuesday
1: yeah, three yeah. desserts Tuesday. Love I've it, had four today, so <laughs> four dessert Wednesday it doesn't had, sound good. None all trip for today.
0: Yeah. Oh man, you've been you've been diligent. It's been good. Yeah. So Jack, second question from Jack. Again, apologies if I didn't get to that before, but I'm sure uh, Irish nail answered anyway. He says, not much of a traveler yet like that, mm. but really like the podcast. I hope that's not not another backhanded compliment, man. So I got all these comments and it's like uh, there's, there's people saying things like, oh, I didn't think I'd enjoy the podcast, but I do. And like stuff like that, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's like I find this podcast strangely addictive. It's like, strangely. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, anyway, so I finish uni in May slash June and I want to travel, but I'm skint. Love that. Not the fact that you're skinned. Do you think it's best to say, screw it and travel anyway? Or might it be best to work for a year or so to get some money and then properly travel? Thanks so much. Man, what do you think? So he's skinned at the moment. He finishes in May, June. What is it now? February? Yeah, mm. February. Finishes in May, June. I'm imagining he's not working through uni because like, no. not a lot of people do. So, so yeah, he's going to be graduating then. And then what do you think he should do? Should he... But then how would he travel anyway if he's proper skint? Like?
1: Yeah, I think, I don't know what, it's very difficult to, I don't know what your kind of background is, mm. um, Jack, or what what you have access to. But what I would say is it will be infinitely harder to travel after you've started earning money, after you've mm. been going through your being being skint, um, because you'll have to give up luxuries, you know, um, potentially... Or you might get an opportunity, like someone might say, offer you a job that relates to your degree and it's too good of an option to turn down. So if you want long-term traveling where you're kind of free to make the decisions that you want to make, I'd, I'd suggest just doing it straight away because you're kind of used to surviving off nothing at all. Yeah, that's already, true. Very you know? true.
0: Yeah, coming out from being a, a student. like
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, But, you know, you might, it, you know, it might be good for you to just save in a, in a job that you know whatever just any kind of job for a bit just even for six months like Mm. yeah it's
0: like the the kind of benefits of having a job are are, are very easily seeable it's like you have the money to do the travel but you don't have the time to do the travel and then when you don't have the job you have the time to do whatever you want but you don't have the money for it it's one of those catch-22s yeah i mean if he could work abroad that's a very good point because you, you have the freedom from not having a job. So it's like the choice
1: is yours in a sense. Yeah. I mean, if it's in June, I'm sure you could end up going to places and depends where you want to travel, but you know, that's high time for tourist mm-hmm. um, travel. So there would be loads more jobs. Yeah. For, like, for English speaking people across oh, yeah. the world, you know? So, yeah. There's
0: like work away and um, work away is a thing. So I'm told it's like uh, they set you up with, I think. So that one girl, Sophia, uh, in Spain—I don't know whether I told you about Sophia, Greek one—but um, she, she, I think she went to do work away in Costa Rica, I believe, and she was working in a hostel, doing the stuff that you're talking mm. about, like you, you know, you work at work there for a bit, and then you stay there for free, and that's like what yeah. the deal is. That works for if you're skin, and you get to see a, an amazing place like Costa Rica. Also, there's like teaching. Uh, English in Asia. There's a lot of that, you know. There are a couple of hurdles, but it's really not that bad. The best place to go for information on that is teacher, I believe, dot com. The guy's name is Alex. He's from South Africa and he knows literally everything. He's on YouTube as well. And uh, yeah, ninja teacher, search for that. And he does it in Vietnam. He also does it in Korea and everything like that. And I know a lot of people that have done that, that have Mm. gone, oh, right, I need to do something, but I've got no money. I know I'll go there, you know. There's a couple of hurdles, but it's not that bad. And like, I've kind of been there as well. The whole travel with no money thing. Like when, when me and Raquel went to, uh, it's it called uh, Australia and we, we had, you know, a grand or something. And then within a couple of days I spent that grand on a car. And so, cause I thought if we have nowhere to stay, we got a car, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, we can yeah, get yeah. Anywhere. and so, um, so we had no money. We had literally no money. And so we're in Australia with no money and we go into Maryborough, which is a place in Queensland, a place near Harvey Bay on the uh, Fraser Coast and that's all extraneous information, no one needs. And so we go there and we have literally no money, obviously. And so... There's this hotel. I think I've told this story before. There's this hotel and it says help wanted, you know, help needed or whatever. So I go in there and there's this bloke. He's, he was so much like Conor McGregor. It was absolutely like a bald Conor McGregor. It was ridiculous, right? And so I'm like, all right, mate, what help do you, do you need here? Like, and he goes, oh, we need a, an assistant head chef. I'm like, oh, mate, that's perfect. Oh, I'm so glad I found this place. Yeah, wicked, cool. Yeah, I can start on Monday if you like, man. And I was like, all I ask, right, it's because we had Raquel's sister with us. I was like, "All oh, all I ask is like we can stay in a hotel for free for say two weeks or something. You don't have to pay me then start paying me after two weeks. And that happened. And we, we continued to stay for free in there for like six months. And I got a wage and everything. And it's like, you can, you can make that happen. Like yeah.
1: hundred percent.
0: It is a risk, you know, it is a risk because you could obviously not find that job, but it is totally doable.
1: Yeah. You know? But you're not going to find that job when you're not in that position. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Uh, the world is full of infinite possibilities, isn't it? You know? Yeah. And I think you just have to be in positions to, to take them. Yeah. You know, when they, when they come, but they won't come to you if you're sat on your sofa, mm-hmm. if you're in your, uh, what was it? Renault scenic. <laughs> Great car. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. It's a daddy wagon. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I would say, I'd
0: probably say work for six months. I'd say work for six months or three months or four months or whatever in a job that, see, this is weird advice, but I'd say work for six months in a job that's not going to give you opportunities to progress up the ladder that your degree... That you want to, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it's not related yeah. to your field. And you know all you're doing is you're going to work for, say, four months, six months, and you're going to rice and beans mm. it, just rice and beans it, you know, every day, all day, and, uh, and just be be skint. Like, you know, be skint for the six months, even though you're earning and just put that away and put yeah. that away. And the more you can put away using Sean's like, uh, what's it called? Diligent tactics, discipline tactics. And then boom, sorted. Then you can yeah. go out somewhere. And I
1: think one thing you will realize quickly is that everyone that travels is skint. Yeah. Like, no one's going to say, oh, do you want to go to the Bellagio tonight? Like that's <laughs> that's never a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. were like, do you want to chip in? We're going to get this together. And, mm. uh, you know, when, whenever you go to a hostel... You and for me, I don't stay in hostels too long. I'll move on, hmm. but you see the people that have been there for oh, yeah. a while, you know, and then they they do act in a different way, they'll be cooking, and yeah. they'll all chip oh, in for man. things and yeah. so you know you'll you'll find yourself in the surrounding that will accommodate your needs absolutely so I mean, the people
0: in hostels it's like if if they find out that the next day's stay will be eleven euros instead of ten, they'll start looking for a new place. you know mm-hmm. is that type of thing, like yeah. So it's absolutely doable. That's that's what I would do. I think. Yeah. That's what I would do. So we're coming up on we're coming up on an hour here, man. We should wow. probably uh we should probably end this. I guess so. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to uh going back to the old
1: interviewing days, is there anything you'd like to leave our listeners with? Like any words of wisdom, anything that they should know? I mean, I think I'm not wise enough. <laughs> I know. I've got I've come up to thirty. That doesn't make me wise. <laughs> Um, no. No. <laughs> <You> <laughs> no. So say. There's nothing. Nothing. I don't want to leave them with anything. <laughs> oh, right. Leave them wanting more. Yeah. Leave, uh, leave,
0: leave them with a song. <laughs> That's what they say. Leave <laughs> them with a song.
1: Um. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think of a song. Come to Portugal. Come to Portugal. Lisbon's nice. I, yeah. I that was. There we go.
0: Lisbon's nice. You heard it here first. <laughs> Words of wisdom. Mm. <laughs> right. We will be back next week. I will be back next week. I don't know where I'll be. Maybe Madrid. Maybe
1: because I got to go over to Italy. You know. mm. I will be back home next week. Yeah, of course. Be back working. Yeah, the grind. Mm. Man. i know. like literally teaching kids how to live their life. It's weird, man. Here's weird. It's weird. It was a pleasure. Thank you
0: for being on the podcast.
1: Obrigado, Lee. de nada, cara. De nada. De nada. legal. legal. Obrigado, Diante. Tchau, tchau. Beijo, beijo, Boa beijo. Boa noite, mundão. <risos> Boa noite, beijo.